everybody's got thoughts. Most have you, but we've got lots. While we like to talk them through, we like to share them too. And we'll do so with you. Yeah, we've got thoughts. Though they're deep, we are not. Cause deep thoughts bring down everyone while shallow people just bring fun. Hello, beautiful ho 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 people. Hmm, what was that, Dean? <laughs> that was Sarah's. Was, she that, guilted me to doing that. I don't know what it was. Is that supposed I to be did, like? I requested that. I wanted it to be like ho 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 Mary, and but I was. I'm concerned. I did not intend for that. It sounded like a choke or a burper. Yeah. I obviously should have practiced that beforehand. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why you did it. I guess we'll learn next time. Oh, hello, so, everyone, and welcome to our sixth <laughs> podcast of Deep Thoughts by Shallow People. And Merry Christmas, Happy December. Yes, and we're going. I'm sure we're going to have another one before the real Christmas, right? Happy late Thanksgiving, right? Feels more appropriate. Aww. So let's jump right into feedback. So we've had some mm. comments left on mm. Facebook. Thanks all. Feedback's a gift. Lots of people, yeah. And you uh, didn't your brother Sarah leave some comments? <clears throat> he did. Well, just to give like a two second background, my brother is a very natural human being he doesn't want to be confined by the laws of society <laughs> um In he's like a way? modern day hippie yeah without the long hair and tie-dye just uber hippie you know. so he likes to pee in public he does like to pee in public. All and right. I would put that in the same category as littering, by the way. So I'd say <laughs> enough of that. Right. I'm going to say, John Kapishki, I do love you, but go inside, please. Yeah. And then Zeke, my friend Zeke, has left a few comments. Zeke I love commented Zeke. a number of times. I think two Zeke may be stalking you. Oh, that's a, I love stalkers. I will never turn a stalker down. Mm. Well, well, a, a good-looking stalker, right? Or a stranger, I mean. for that matter. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't turn down anything. Oh, well. That's not a story for a different time. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Neither mm. here nor there. Yeah, well, A, he thinks you're hot. B, he thinks there should be dividers between urinals. And C, he thinks everybody should poop in the privacy of their own home with doors closed. Oh. Well, I, I agree on points one and two. Three, mm, I don't know. Not so I, it's not always a possibility. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not always an option. And then, yeah. of course, Sarah, who provided the comments from last time. That was nice. Right. And our friend Angie, too, made a comment about jogging pants, stuff like that in public. I guess she attended a funeral, and there was a person there in jogging pants. Okay. Which is really, really awful. At a funeral. Well, okay, let me ask this. Was it a viewing, or was it the funeral? She said funeral. So okay. I guess I didn't because clarify, but... I'm thinking, as I'm wearing jogging pants at the moment... <laughs> Um, if it's a viewing, then you're just dropping by. It's like open. There's, it's not full. No, I it's still dress okay. up for Going a viewing. to a viewing is not an errand. It's not mm, an errand. It's a pain of respect. I will say, though, the viewing is to the funeral what the reception is to the wedding. There's less rules around the viewing than sure. there is yeah. at the funeral. Absolutely. I agree. But it's not just an errand. It's not a check the box. I did that today. Mm-mm. No. So I think that's completely inappropriate. So as far as wearing sweatpants or like whatever at something like a funeral, I think you do have to dress for the occasion sure. more so at something like that than just out getting groceries. Right. Sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not here saying in my jogging pants that I've just come from a funeral. I'm just providing another another opinion. Mm-hmm. And no, jeans at a good. wedding? Nope. Nope, nope. Not okay, and I'm actually considering including it on my um, invitation because I know there's a decent portion of one side of my family who might cross that line. 
Now, let's and clarify. And I will throw a shit fit. I think there's a difference oh. between, like, stonewashed, like, uh, <laughs> you know, 501s or, or 560s by Levi and a tucked-in shirt with no belt and a very stylish pair of, you know, tight-fitting jeans with, like, a blazer and a dress shirt and all that kind of stuff. I think you can make jeans into a really dressy outfit. Sure. Okay. Here's my thought, though. I'm thinking that the only person who's going to wear jeans to a wedding or think that they're appropriate is the person wearing the stonewash, no belt, tucked in shirt. Right. True. I will say that's also a very gay thing. And a lot of gays (laughs) that think they can pull that off because we can wear anything because we're gay. I mean, I've done it too, let's be honest. I think I wear white jeans to a wedding once. And my mother... I watched it and my mother squealed like a girl and was like, what What in you the world own, are you wearing? You used to own pink linen pants. I did. Those were hot, actually. Don't oh knock those. Oh, my. That's Some true. Some Ralph Lauren pink linen pants. I wore those to a wedding in Chicago, actually, oh, with well, a white dress shirt. different than jean. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, but, I mean, I think us gays think we can get away with whatever we want because we're gay and no one will question us. That's true. And I, I do have kind of a general philosophy that if it doesn't really fit or if it doesn't seem appropriate, just make it tighter and it will work. <laughs> so oh, like, that is that right. is your motto. If the jeans, uh, you know, jean, tight jeans or a polo shirt, a tight polo shirt, once mm-hmm. you start making things tighter, well, then it's dressy and appropriate. Well, and I also wow. think it depends on the wedding. Like, I went to a wedding once in the foothills of Wisconsin where the groomsmen wore... A tails tux jacket with black Wrangler jeans and no, Carhartt work boots. <gasps> or Carhartt or whatever they're called. Like, that's Backwards obviously a wedding. very different, <laughs> yeah. Wed- like, yes, you can wear whatever you want to this wedding. You and those bubble halls. Nice choice. <laughs> okay. Just throw a jacket over it. Great. <laughs> so, good oh. point. So, we have to keep in mind that there's different kinds of weddings. There's probably different kinds of funerals, for instance, if, you know, like an Indian died. Like a, sure. Well, a, you're that from might be the a different funeral type of business. Funeral. Like a Native American or... Well, both, really. I mean, yeah. the attire you would wear to either of those weddings might be sure. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll be I think we should also clarify, Skip grew up in a funeral home. Did you not? Well, not literally in the funeral home. But <laughs> no, but like that's your family business. Correct. Mm-hmm. My uh, dad and my grandfather started the business, and I actually worked in the business for a period of time. Decided not to take it over. Just generally embalming people, then. That's just what you were in charge of as a yeah. young mm-hmm. youngster. Yep. Giving directions at funerals, helping loved ones through their sad times, you know, all those kind of things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. As a preteen, how old were you when you were doing this? Mm, well, actually, I was doing that through all my life, and then I did it like hardcore. Uh, Hard, hardcore, hardcore funeral director. <laughs> hardcore, you embalmed yeah. hardcore. Did you let people hug you and pinch your cheeks for comfort? Uh, no, I don't think any, like, even elderly people felt the need to hug me or pinch my cheeks in their sorrow and grief. <laughs> when was the last time that you were really sad and wanted to pinch anyone's cheeks? <laughs> that is really weird. Sarah, can you please expand? Is that something your family does? Like, I'm sad, I'm going to pinch your cheeks. No, but I'm just thinking if he's there to provide comfort, but he's a little boy, like, certainly he doesn't have the words to provide comfort. So is, is he just there to be squeezed and pinched? I think that you just- <laughs> You know, I was in speech as a child, and I was pretty good at coming up with stuff pretty quick. So, you know, I'm sure you're great at coming up with things in speech (laughs) on the bus and the way to the speech tournament. Anyways. All right. So for those of you that have questions about living in a funeral home. What was that, Dean? I don't know. I just wanted to use the word come in a sentence. Wow. So we have a few other topics tonight to talk about, and one of them centers around Christmas. Yes. And... So, when you first start dating someone, whenever it happens, 
there are certain <laughs> holidays that arise, like birthdays, Christmas, and what else? Oh, Valentine's Day. Ooh. But now that we're upon Christmas, how do we how do we go? Do it's, we go light present? Do we go? I think you card go date. I feel like for you, you've been dating long enough that you would go with like a gift. And so, how long is long enough? Because yeah, six months. You're on full board. You do the gifts. You do the family events if it should happen. I mean, I feel like there needs to be a grid though. Like I need, I need yeah. help. Like two weeks, uh, no, but maybe a month, two months, three months. I think in those early stages, it's like, ooh, like. Even a week I can say, make a difference. I say three months or greater. Our gift giving. Gift giving. Of anything. Significant. Of any significant. I think oh. two months, small, thoughtless gift. <laughs> small, thoughtless gift, two months. Like I got you a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Netflix for a year. Right. Right. Oh, for eight ninety nine. But I think you can get away with most things, even in the first six months. By doing a nice dinner date, which you might do otherwise. You might do regardless of a holiday, Mm -hmm. but that can kind of count. A seasonal, festive little, go catch the holidazzle parade down Nicolet and grab a nice dinner afterwards. Now, do you think, see, do you think that a sex gift would be something for, like, longer term or shorter term? Because I... I just, I don't think that it's a Christmas appropriate gift. Are you kidding me? Like a toy? Uh, Well, and I feel like if you're already delving into sex gifts, maybe you're not sexually (laughs) compatible yet. Oh, I feel like that's a later on in the relationship kind of thing. Like, I'm bored. I'm going to buy you a sex gift. Yeah, you shouldn't wonder how soon you can give a sex gift. Like, oh, we've been dating for eight weeks and gee golly, when can I give that sex gift to really spice things up? It's Mm. only been eight weeks. I don't know. I guess what I was... I don't really mean, like, giving a toy to spice things up as much as, like... Massage gonna, oil. Like, I'm or... going to give you your present tonight for six hours. Oh, like, wow. the act of sex as a gift. Yes. Oh! oh. Like, like, you naked with a red bow. Right! Got it. <laughs> wow. I think that's appropriate earlier. <laughs> I think that's appropriate really at any time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more so for some holidays than others, probably. Christmas for sure. Oh, yeah. The birth of our, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> well, come Nothing on. Is Christmas quite Jesus. like Nothing's... naked premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> Especially gay and naked premarital sex. But I think that like wrapping yourself in a bow and giving yourself to your wife at like 10 years of marriage isn't as sexy as like doing it the first three months that you know somebody. Uh, okay. I just think that like once you get to a point with somebody where you're super, super comfortable, like you're farting around them and doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and all of a sudden you wrap yourself in a red bow. Your, your wife would walk in and be like, honey, what are you doing? Put some clothes on. For God's sake, the kids are going to be home in five minutes. Right. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Ridiculous. So on the um, topic of like Christmas and gifts and things like that, how do we feel about trinkets? <laughs> I Christmas love them. Trinkets. Like, and that um, doesn't surprise me at at all about Ms. Kapischke. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't I don't like, like collectibles and statues and clutter and trinkets, generally speaking. But during the Christmas season, we have like only two or three Rubbermaids now. I only expect that to multiply. Two or three? We have two or three Rubbermaids of like that ceramics. That's like a whole room in your house. Ceramics and candles and statues and Christmas tree decorations and ornaments and... It is funny to me how like... Plates. For a solid month, utter clutter is actually cool and inspirational. And literally one day after the holiday, it's trash. Get this out of the house <laughs> right now. It's sure. ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I suppose it's actually the same concept of how something is really, really hot. And as soon as after you like orgasm, it's now gross. 
okay. just like that. <laughs> anyway, Christmas trinkets. <laughs> went right on back to sex and orgasms. <laughs> right. Well, everything is boring unless it relates back to sex. Right. True. And true nothing makes me think of sex more than Christmas. So true. That's Speaking true. of sex, uh, what do you think about Tiger Woods lately? Oh God, I. I don't, I don't really know anything verbal to say. I, yeah, I don't really know anything about it. I, I feel like I'm in the minority here, but this is so strange. I listened to the uh, voicemail that you left that girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, um, I, uh, well, could you change your voicemail? I um, I actually thought it was hot. I was like, ooh, he's dirty. I kind of like that. Whereas Wait, I what know did the, the voicemail say? Well, he's, uh, like, guess, you know, had affairs with lots of women now, and this is all coming out. and Lots of women? Well, one two, in, like two are reported. Oh, and I heard other women were coming out now saying like, "Oh yeah, he slept with me too." Why would you be like the fifth woman? Be like, "Yep, me too." Because you're basically just contributing to this degradation of his image. I mean, at this point, I'm just I'm very black and white with this. I mean, he's a married man. He has two little children under the age of three. He has a beautiful, gorgeous wife. Now I'm just like, you know what, honey steal him for every penny he's worth take every last cent and go running to the hills take his house send him to the curb done hmm. done 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 oh is she okay. suing him or something i guess i don't know well what's happening. i mean he there you was, heard about there was accident. an accident right. where he ran sober right. 2 a.m ran into a fire hydrant apparently hurt himself quite a bit on the face like knocked out his two front teeth like knocked yeah you know, because that would happen going five miles an hour in your own driveway. Right. Um, and then to rescue Tiger from the car, she broke the back window of the vehicle with the golf club. Because clearly the fire hydrant had done so much damage to the front of that car, she was unable to get into oh. So that was their whole story. It's making sense now because I've just heard bits and pieces of the story and the whole time I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. She just busted the window open and get him out, not knowing, like... It was the back window. Oh, there's yeah. four other doors that <laughs> you could open to just get him out. Yeah. Right. And the airbag didn't implode or anything, so why is it all bloody? But, yeah, now it's... now. Turns out it was a domestic and she scratched him up because she found out about his affairs. Well, lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. Must be I mean, tough. I do have to say, though, in watching the news, they spent 25 minutes talking about Tiger and his affairs, which we all know is none of our business, versus Obama sending more troops into Iraq. I or, knew sorry, you were into say Afghanistan. That. Right. But, I mean, really. I think, the I news. mean, that's weird. It's, I agree. Like, we're saying 30,000, whatever, troops. Right? I would Christmas. think you would, like, talk about that more or what his speech or whatever right. happened right that's megan's point yeah, yeah i know i'm just agreeing with you mm-hmm. i didn't watch any of the news of anything last night so i don't really have but news is more of an entertainment program really i mean now, it's all about ratings yeah yeah that's yeah. nothing new yeah no i know but, but anyways, yeah. i think you know whether he slept with women or not i don't care i mean he's known for being a golfer and that's it and if he cheated on his yeah. wife if he did anything i mean he has done nothing illegal absolutely well, yeah. nothing so and i think and I think something He's broken odd a contract. about uh, a um, what contract? A marital marriage. contract. And well, really, well, I mean, no. a vow, broken a vow. People have open marriages. I mean, seriously, I'm just thinking like they're in their young 30s. She might even not be 30. They're in their young 30s, appear to have this happy-go-lucky lifestyle, two little babies, all the money you could ask for. Mm -hmm. I just think it's awful. It's tragic, and he's over. And nobody's actually thinking that she's a crazed lunatic for busting out his two front teeth in the back window of a car. Yeah, okay, he definitely cheated. 
But there's three sides to every story, mm-hmm. and we've only heard one of them three? thus far. Uh, his, hers, and the truth. Yeah, clearly you've never been in therapy. Oh, I've never heard there's three sides to every story. I've never heard that. Yeah. Oops. I've yours, always just heard two. Yours, mine, and the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. True. And then um, the the other political... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. You, you just said that you thought Tiger was done. I think... No. I think this will be... A ripple, and he will continue to no, I'm golf. I'm saying he's over for me. Like I'm over him. Oh, it doesn't matter to anybody I didn't else. I know you're ever into him. <laughs> I wasn't. Like I've never heard you talk about him in this like great way. Like, well, oh, no, Tiger. but he's done. He's <laughs> lost yeah. all of my respect. I like that right now you're in this state of marriage. So like anything right. that goes against. I'm the never sacrament. just in this straight of state of marriage. <laughs> yes. I'm always in the state of marriage. It's it's a vow to be respected. It's kind of like when we were talking about the airline pilots and how I thought they were having sex in the mm-hmm. cockpit. She was like, "Well, well, were they married? Well, they were. <laughs> well, that's just awful. I don't want them to be having sex. Like that was what I'm made sure it wrong." Sleeping. If they were married, they must have been sleeping in the cockpit then. <laughs> um, well, come on. It's a sacred yeah. commitment. Now half of marriages this. die. Yeah. And the other half that are together, probably some of them don't even like each other anymore. I love that it's not illegal, just to speak to Skip's point, that it's not illegal like, whore around in your family and mm-hmm. destroy marriage. But God forbid the gates get married. Yeah. Well, God forbid we let them did you hear tie no, the knot. Have you guys heard what they're trying to pass in California? Not they're trying to pass, but a man started a petition. To what? what? To ban divorce. Because oh, he's God. like, if California is going to overturn and not let the gays get married, and he's like, because marriage is so sacred, then he's like, we ought to start a ban to ban divorce. Mm-hmm. Because marriage is between a man and a woman is so sacred. So he's actually got, he's got a decent number of signatures, too. He's going to take it up. Yeah, I feel like that's a band-aid for a bad situation. Like, to make it illegal to get divorced, like, the real solution here is to abolish marriage. Like, you shouldn't have a contract that is supposed to be for the rest of your life, but that can be terminated. Like, you shouldn't have that ability. And it's not healthy. you got to admit, it is not healthy to go into a marriage and say that no matter what happens... No matter what, I'm going to live with you for the rest of my life. I mean, you could beat the shit out of me. I don't care. I'm going to stay with you. You could beat my kids to death. Well, that's I will stay not one of the things you're signing up for. That's not something that's like agreed upon going into the contract. Uh, the contract of Commitment. marriage last time I checked was, come hell or high water, we're stuck it's together. It's till death do us part, but it's not with the expectation or understanding that you're going to get physically assaulted. Uh, well, there's a lot of things that might not happen or might happen, but sure. you have to assume. When, I think the last marriage I went to, they were like, we can't wait to spend our afterlife together. Eternity in the solar system. <laughs> like, alright. just bizarro. Anyway, I think we are almost out of time. Yeah, oh. I think we've rambled, rambled, rambled on. <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about Sarah Palin yet. Oh, and her fantastic book. Let's Maybe talk we'll- about that for one second. What did you say, Megan, before we started? How is her book? Oh, her book is doing leaps and bounds. I mean, Everyone thought that it would be a, you know, an an interesting read and that it would do decently. But, I mean, compared to what the analysts thought was going to happen, it's like doubling, tripling 
what they thought. That doesn't really surprise me. Well, I mean, psychotic people like to ramble and say crazy things, so I can imagine it's amusing. Well, and it's like Helter Skelter's diaries. <laughs> I'm sure people would love to read those too. Well, and she's such a goof and goon. Like, you know, she has stuff to say, and she's kind of simple. I'm guessing it's a really easy read. She is very simple. So yeah, I did see her on Oprah when she went on quick to promote it. It was an interesting enough interview. It kept me engaged for 45 minutes or whatever it was. But um, she is almost an ounce too relatable, too much of just a standard bomb. And I'm like, yep, you're no politician. Did you ever I see have... that interview with Matt Damon where he was ranting about her and she, he was no. like saying, like, I feel like Sarah Palin is a bad Disney movie come to life. Like, the soccer mom suddenly becomes president and she's going to save the country. Except it's really happening. Like, no. the soccer mom is suddenly possibly the vice president and she's kind of like that person like yeah well it doesn't really play out very well thank god america's taken matt damon's political advice that's Mm -hmm. well she's gonna be here at the mall of america i guess well probably by the time this posts for a book signing or yeah okay i'm guessing the mall of america will be overrun with people yeah Mm -hmm. to see sarah palin Mm -hmm. i think it's funny the vast majority of people no offense, did not love her when she was running, but now that she's published a book, people are running to get her autograph. And think well, and I also hysterical. think Obama's numbers are down, so I think that could potentially have something to do with it. Well, yeah, regardless think- of Obama's numbers, I don't think anyone elects Sarah Palin to office. But don't you I'm think- saying the, the, the interest has changed. Right, That's what I'm right. saying. Okay. And I- no one was voting for Sarah Palin for president. <laughs> and don't you God. think that like the effect of Sarah Palin right now is kind of like the effect of like Let's say a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, that as you're breaking up, all of a sudden, once the light at the end of the tunnel is there, you kind of think, oh, what was, was really, it really so bad, bad about you? Was yeah. it, you know, yeah. now that there's no chance that she's going to be president, it's right. like, well, she wasn't that bad. Or like, you quit your job, put your two-week notice in. The second you put your two-week notice in, it's like, this job isn't so bad. <laughs> Why did I hate it? Right. God. Oh. I love it. Every single day I walked into the right. front door. Oh, God, that light at the end Start of the tunnel yeah. really helps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That's awesome. Well... Should we call it quits? I think it's about that time. I think it is, too. So keep all the comments coming. We love to hear from you. Definitely. And um, Merry Christmas. Yes. And happy... We'll say Merry Christmas again in two weeks. Yeah, we'll say it again next time, too. It's the holiday spirit. Maybe next time we'll have a song. Let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> no, That's going to sound really good I with think, her. Don't I think sing. Dean should, should definitely start the next podcast as he did this one. <laughs> I don't think there's there's Green any giant. need for, for tweaking oh, that. Oh, the weather outside right. is frightful. Okay. And I'm another drink. The fire is so fire.